is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands, thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. What up, bitches? Welcome back to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. I am Francesca Amber, your host who, if you're listening to this, I might either be dead, have a migraine, be on holiday or something because I am getting this in the bag ahead of time. This is part two of a Q&A that I did some weeks ago and I just had loads of questions. So I thought I'd turn it into a two-parter and save it for a week when I just don't have it in me to pull an episode out of the goddamn bag. So stay tuned. We're going to get through some questions, okay? Disney the Dally says, how do you remove negative people from your life while still keeping your own vibe high? It is imperative to protect your energy from super negative people in your life. And this isn't always possible, right? There's going to be people in your life that you are unable to completely cut out. They could be your family. They could be people that you work with. If that is the case, number one, you need to set some boundaries around them. Number two, you have to let the shit they say kind of roll off your back. I heard a quote on Instagram that was like, a ship doesn't sink because of the water around it. It sinks because of the water that gets in it. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Do you see what I'm trying to say here? And finally, I would say, remember that event plus reaction equals outcome. We cannot always change the events that happen in our lives. We can't always change the way that people treat us or talk to us. But what we can do is change the way that we react to it. And that in turn will change the outcome. Okay, Gail XXX asks, how's your love life, Fran? Well, this will be a short answer. It's fucking non-existent. Well, at the time of recording this it was I recently went on a cruise and I was like yes I'm gonna meet so many hot guys I met one semi-hot guy at Nikki Beach who told me that his wife had died and then it turns out he later dm'd me on Instagram to say that his girlfriend was very much alive and basically my friend that had taken a picture he was like you need to take it down because I've got a girlfriend and she's gonna get the wrong idea I was like yeah she's gonna get the wrong idea because you were touching me up in a pool bitch so yeah that's pretty much how that is going 
Okay, Liv Cardi says, are you still looking to write your own book? If so, I can't wait for that. Yes, this is still something that I have been so desperate to find the motivation, the time, the stamina to do. And I really understand the reason why I haven't. And that's because I'm very much an instant gratification person. I love being able to create a podcast and then that week have the feedback from it and have people say, oh my God, this particular point really helped me. And even better than that is something really instant, like an Instagram post or a reel or a story where you really do get that instant feedback. But easy come, easy go. You know, this shit, this short form media is not going to last. And that is what mindset shift I'm having at the moment where I'm like, I need to start putting my energies into things that are going to outlive me, that are going to be my legacy. When I'm an old lady, I want to be as revered as Louise Hay, where people say, your books literally changed my life. So that is how I'm getting the motivation for that. Um, the other thing that was kind of stopping me is with any manifestation, if you have any kind of indecision, that is going to really stop you from progressing. And for me, it was whether to go the published route versus the self-published. And I have decided to go self-published because I don't want some dusty old white men taking all my goddamn money. Okay. Jay Designs, who made the girls the most amazing little sweatshirts when they were younger. Oh my God, we wore them until literally they were falling to pieces. So if you want to check them out, they're J.D.E.E.S.I.G.N.Z. Jay Designs says, how do you know what your true desires or goals are and not just what society makes you think? So I've lived this fucking path, man. I've lived this journey. When I was in my early 20s, I was absolutely hell bent on getting married at the same kind of time as my friends. So like my late 20s and getting a house and having a baby and doing all the things. And when I look back now at how focused I was on the wedding and the engagement ring and all that stuff, it just makes me laugh so much because that honestly was not coming from me whatsoever. It was really coming from what society wanted me to do. Um, And now as a single woman living my goddamn life on my own terms, I like to think that my goals are a lot more what I want rather than what society has conditioned me to think I want. But of course, we're all influenced and affected all the time. So really, the only way to tell is when you think about your goals and your desires, do you truly get really, really excited about them? Like thinking about manifesting it, do you get super fucking excited? And if you do, it's come from your soul, it's come from your heart. Okay, Arla Nero says, what's the best first step to decluttering and how to stay motivated whilst doing it? So there is an amazing self-published book called Just, no wait, what's it called? it's not called just fuck you chaos and we did it in the book club a couple of months ago and it's all about decluttering your home your finances and your mindset and it was incredible so get yourself a book like that or get into the book club and feel like you're doing it on a journey with other people so that it kind of keeps you motivated and I will be real with you doing that over a period of a month it was quite savage it was quite savage it was quite full-on but it was really, really worth it. 
Just start with a room that's quite easy. Start with one shelf, start with one cupboard. And once you get into the momentum of it, you will be loving your life and you'll just be like so inspired to do more and more. My office before we did this book was just an absolute dumping ground. I had books everywhere. I had no storage. Everything just looked a fucking mess. And since doing that book, I've had so much more success in my work because I actually spend time up here now. I never used to spend any time in my office. And since doing that book and arranging things nicely and, you know, having plants in here and proper book uh, storage and stuff, it's an inspiring, uh, practical place to be. And so, yeah, it's really worth it. SS Fitness 23 says, what is next for you, Fran? What are the next things that you are working on to manifest? Well, thank you for asking. I... I'm in the current phase of having my home completely remodeled, the whole ground floor in the garden. And I know me as a person, like I'm 38 years old now, I know what I'm like. And when my home is in kind of disarray, I find it very unsettling. So I'm being really easy on myself. I'm not trying to manifest too much because all of my manifestations from six months ago and all my goals from six months ago are actually all coming to fruition now. So having my kitchen extension done, having the whole downstairs of my house done, having my garden and pool done, those are massive, massive, like lifelong manifestations and they're all coming to fruition this summer. But it does also make me kind of think, well, what next? What next is there? What I do know is I don't want to make any goals for anything that cost a lot of money because I feel like I'm spending so much money on my house and garden at the moment that it just doesn't feel aligned. So I'm not going to be manifesting a new car or anything like that anytime soon. The things that I want to manifest are more to do with my personal life and my business. So I really, really, really want to self-publish my first law of attraction book. I really want to do that. Like I can't tell you how much I want it. And yet she's not doing it. Um, Maybe by the time you're listening to this, I will be doing it. Um, But also, I would like to find love in my life. I would like to find a soulmate and someone to share this beautiful life with. Because we often think, well, I know that I do. I often compare things to like my past relationships. So when people say, do you want to manifest love in your life? I'm like, oh God, no, I don't want that again. My past relationships were awful. They were so stressful for me. They were so traumatic. I definitely don't want that again. And a little mindset shift that I made recently was simply to think rather than comparing this new love that's going to come into my life as my old partners, I'm thinking of them as people that I do enjoy spending time with. So my friends, John and Kay from America that I travel with every year, we have such an amazing time together. We feel so easy in each other's company. If I found someone like that, I would be fucking winning. Like I would absolutely love it. Likewise, I went on a cruise recently with Mark from Canny Crystals and it really shocked me how well we got on and how easy I felt in his company. And when I got home, I was a little bit like, oh shit, like I'm on my own now. And so that's my little mindset shift there is like, I'm looking to attract somebody like my friends who I really get on with and feel comfortable with rather than thinking, oh my God, I don't want anything like my past relationships. 
Miss Tyran 80 says mental health and law of attraction, how to deal with your thoughts while trying to manifest. Now, there ain't no shame in this game in accepting that you may have some mental health issues. I suffer a lot with hormonal problems like when I'm pregnant or when I'm breastfeeding or various stages I can have bouts of depression and they seem to be related to either stress or around pregnancy and breastfeeding and so I think twice in my life maybe three times no twice I've taken um sertraline which is also known as Zoloft it's basically an SSRI is that what they're called like an anti-anxiety antidepressant medication And there are times when you are feeling so low and so anxious that you are not able to focus on anything because you can't get yourself out of that. There is no shame in using medication in conjunction with the law of attraction. There is no shame in it at all. So make sure that you are trying all different angles and you are really open to all kinds of different treatments to help you with your mental health. Um, But also, once you get into the habit of working on your self-development, working on yourself, taking time to work on your goals and you start to see the results of that, the results almost are like an antidepressant, like it's incredible. So it's hard to start getting that ball rolling, but once you do, it is so, so worth it. Lucy Ananda says, how is your gut health at the moment? (laughs) Thank you for asking. Do you know what? It is absolutely fine. It is glorious. Um, I take symbiotics every single day. And when I take those, and I know I probably shouldn't really say this, but I don't even really need my medication for my autoimmune disease. I find them so effective that I have no flare ups. I don't need to take anything. So I'm a massive, massive believer in symbiotics, probiotics, prebiotics, just fucking biotics. So much so that I recently started working with a brand called Wild Nutrition and they're incredible. If you want £10 off, you can use my code WILDFRAN. I love that code, by the way. Who made that up? Um, And they are incredible because they have food-grown supplements. So, you know, when you see like cheap supplements in the stores, they are synthetic and your body doesn't recognize them. That's how they're able to produce them so cheaply. But these are actually food-grown vitamins and supplements. And so I've been finding that helps incredibly. Busy Hands and Feet says, how do you know that your action is aligned I think you know when you're in alignment, when everything seems to be flowing very freely and it feels like everything is almost effortless and you're being swept along on like a warm wind. When you are feeling like you're walking through treacle and every step is hard, that may be a sign that you are not in alignment. Kay Stevens 2014 says, how can I feel love to attract love? Well, self-love is the best way. Treating yourself the way that you would want somebody else to treat you is truly the very best way. It's an inside job. I hate to fucking tell you it's an inside job. It's all about how you feel about yourself. The quality of the relationship that you attract is directly proportionate to the quality of the relationship that you have with yourself and how you feel about yourself. So work on that and then love will be on its fucking way. Debbie's Owen says, what is the difference between visualization and manifesting? Well, 
Visualization is a manifesting tool. It's a manifesting technique and you can use this in conjunction with many other techniques in order to manifest. So when you are manifesting, you are wanting to bring something from your mind into your reality. And you could do this using visualization, journaling, vision boarding, um, uh, all kinds of different uh, techniques. But visualization is just one of them. And it's the one that I tend to find the most effective. I find it so effective, in fact, that I created my own visualization meditations that are available on my website, francescaamber.com, if you're interested. Because I used to commute and I used to have a lot of time to essentially daydream, which is visualization when you're doing it intentionally. And since I don't commute anymore, I don't really have that time anymore to just kind of daydream and visualize what I want for my future. And so I created these visualization meditations that just make you lay down and relax and spend a short amount of time visualizing exactly what it is that you want to manifest into your reality. Steph Lynn says, how do you or what is your relationship with romanticizing yourself and your life? Steph Lynn coming through with the questions. This is about the 11th question she's asked and they're all good ones. I love romanticizing my life. I have got main character energy. I am the leading role in the movie of my life. There is a soundtrack to most of the things that are going on. It's in my head, but it's there. And we really have to do this to create the life that we want. Romanticize all of the aspects of your life. Create a beautiful story of all of the little winding threads that go through the tapestry of your life. And it makes things a hell of a lot more interesting. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us, because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. Michaela's Touch says how to train your mind to believe in yourself and ignore self-doubt due to fear. The only way I find to truly believe in yourself is to find evidence that supports that you are trustworthy and that you are going to reach your goal. Now, what do I mean by this? When I was in a nine to five job, I was the most unreliable employee you could ever fucking meet. I hardly ever turned up. My attendance was something like 30% at one point. It was horrendous. I was the same in school, the same in college. I was very, very work shy. My timekeeping was horrendous. I would always be late. And so I had this belief that I would never be able to quit my job and work for myself because I am a lazy person. I am a work shy person. I am an unreliable person because that was exactly what had been showing up in my life. Now, as I did start to work for myself and I quit my own job, 
through small actions repeatedly, I started to behave in a completely different way. Now, the reason I did this was because I hated employment so much. I valued my own business so much that I was very, very dedicated to making that shit work. Like it was not an option for me to go backwards and go back to work again. Like it just was not. And so through small actions every single day, I started to believe in myself that actually I am a reliable person. I am a responsible person. I do show up on time. I don't take random sick days off. I do show up. I do do a good job. I'm not lazy. But through taking these actions repeatedly, you start to believe in yourself because you have a lot of evidence that shows that you behave in a certain way. So that's what I would say. Start small and start proving to yourself that you are that kind of person that you want to be. Jules P says, any tips on how to discover our purpose? Now, I truly believe that your purpose is something that evolves over time. And what is it? People have something like seven careers in their whole lifetime. Like they can change. We are not trees. We're not rooted in one place. We can change um, what we want to do with our lives whenever we want. That is completely up to us. But finding something that is your purpose is usually something that you happen to be very, very good at and something that you are very, very passionate about. And when those two things intersect, that is your calling, that is your purpose. So just keep looking and just keep being honest with yourself about what you truly want in life and what you're good at and you'll find it. And also, Please don't be put off if you are listening to this and you're in your 20s or you're in your 30s or you're in your 40s or in your 50s, whatever. I did not start this podcast and I did not start earning money as a living from doing this until I was 36. 36, y'all. 36 or maybe 35, I can't remember. But the point is, that's fucking old in a way. Like if you're young listening to this, if you're 18 listening and you're thinking, I'm not going to find my purpose, I'm not going to find my calling until I'm 36, you might have a minor fucking heart attack. But I'm just saying that's the pathway of life, man. It might take some time. Ella Bella's Parties says, I can so clearly see my future life, but I feel very detached from it. How can I connect with it? It feels so far away. I would say that any small steps towards this goal have to be celebrated and you almost have to have a delusional love for everything in your life right now. As I was moving towards my dream life and my dream home, my dream job and everything, I had an uncanny habit or talent of being able to make my life and everything in it feel incredible at the time. So when I was working in my own beauty business and eventually my own beauty salon, I thought I'd won the fucking lottery. I was like, oh my God, I don't have to be anyone's bitch. I'm working for myself. I'm doing something creative. I absolutely love it. If you'd asked me, Fran, have you won the life lottery? I'd be like, yes, bitch, I have. When I bought my little one bedroom flat above a pub in London, I thought I'd won the fucking lottery. I absolutely loved it. I felt like a bad bitch. So looking back, these were all steps towards my journey. And even this now, this job that I'm in now and this house I live in now is just a step on the journey to wherever I'll end up. But the key is to making whatever you have now feel fucking amazing and absolutely celebrating everything that you have right 
now. And there's small things that you can do to make your current life feel a little step closer to your future life. And it sounds really silly, but it's practical things like decluttering and making your home environment a really nice place to be. You know, we've done a couple of books in the book club where it's like, just declutter your home, clean it, get a nice lamp. Like if you can't move into your dream house right now, make your current house just feel as nice as it can be. If you're in a job that maybe isn't 100% your calling, so I'll give you an example when I used to run my beauty salon, you know, sitting doing lashes for 14 hours a day, breaking my fucking back was not maybe my dream life. But there were some aspects in that job that I absolutely loved. Running the Instagram account, creating content, taking pictures of the lashes before and after, creating videos for the salon, all that kind of stuff was giving me a little taste of what my actual dream job really was. So you can take small elements of your current life and make it feel like you're a little bit closer to your dream life. Scarlet Chicks, I'm not too sure, says how to manifest when you don't know what you want. This is really hard and this is something that I have encountered a couple of times in my life where I'm just like, I don't actually know what I want. And sometimes it can feel super overwhelming when somebody says, you can have anything. You can have anything. What the fuck do you want? And it's like, oh God, I don't know. I would take the pressure off yourself and just manifest really small things. You don't need to think of the big things straight away. Maybe manifest a small financial goal. Maybe manifest an amazing weekend away with your friends, like a great experience going to a festival or going to Ibiza for the weekend or something. Maybe manifest upgrading your car, whatever it might be. Start to manifest small things and raise your vibration on the daily and the rest you will suddenly be like, oh, okay, I know everything I want. 0135 Victoria says, I'd love to know how you published your book. So back in 2007, 2008, when I had my book published, it was a completely different world to what it is now with, you know, Amazon Kindle publishing being a thing and everything being so much easier. I actually had a literary agent who I'd been on a few dates with. It was actually a sugar daddy date. I'm just going to be 100% real and honest with you here. It was a sugar daddy date and he was a book agent, like a literary agent. And he actually connected me to the publisher that I ended up working with. And I'm so, so grateful to him. I'm so thankful. The publisher simply asked for a synopsis, a sample chapter, a couple of other things, a bit about myself. And boom, your girl had a book deal. I got an advance of £2,000, which I could not believe. I couldn't believe my luck that I'd got £2,000 advance to write a book. And I was given nine months to write 70,000 words. Um, And it was the best experience ever. I need to remember that magic because I really want to recreate that magic of writing a book again. Um, So eventually it came out. It was a Waterstones paperback of the year. That is actually more impressive than it sounds because they have about 100 Waterstones paperbacks of the year, I think. Um, But I'm forever proud of that first book that I wrote. This next question from Kirby17 really follows on from that. When is your book coming out? Your guess is as good as mine, Kirby. It's fucking as good as mine. I really am going to try to have a book published by the end of the year. I... I'm not going to go down the traditional publishing route. 
I don't like things that have super long lead times. They don't excite me. They don't interest me. I'm definitely interested in the whole self-publishing space. I'm really excited about it. And I know that once I get started, I'll be golden. I just need to fucking get started. So pray for me with that. And finally, Clisden says, how do you deal with imposter syndrome with the law of attraction? It's hard when you level up. It 100% is hard when you level up. And quite often the way that you feel inside does not always change. And I've spoken in the book club quite a few times about feeling like a basic bitch, single mum, a little bit of a chav, like sometimes those things come back and haunt me and make me feel like no matter how successful my job is or how much money I've made or what house I'm living in, I still get these feelings of being this basic bitch single mum. And the only way that you can really overcome this is to start to up level the way that, well, this is, sorry, this is how I've kind of overcome it. We did a book in the book club called Style Therapy and I discovered that the reason that I had these thoughts sometimes is that I was still dressing like a chavvy basic bitch single mum. So I was quite often just wearing leggings and sweatshirts and Primark head to toe and it was no wonder that I was feeling like that and I found that when I changed my style and the way that I presented myself I actually felt a lot more at home in my surroundings. I think also having confidence in the way that you conduct yourself, the way that you talk to yourself in your head and the way that you go about your business. If you know that you have integrity and you're reliable and your work is good, you're going to feel a lot more confident in yourself and you're not going to have that imposter syndrome. But finally, something me and my sister used to say all the time, if ever we were like really nervous in a situation or felt a little bit out of our depth. We used to have this saying, which was, what would Jordan do? And when I say Jordan, I mean Katie Price. I don't think it stood the test of time. I don't think I say now, what would Jordan do? But back in the day, we were like, what would Jordan do? Jordan wouldn't give a fuck. She would be telling people exactly what she thought and she would go about her day. So find a little alter ego. Beyonce has an alter ego. Lizzo has an alter ego. In fact, I have an entire book here. Where is it? I can't remember what it's called, but it's all about the power of having an alter ego. And sometimes that can be very, very powerful uh, to get you through a tricky situation. Right. That's the end of my questions. Thank you so much for being here with me. Um, If you want to find out more about my subliminals, my meditations, my online workshops, my book club, everything else, you can find it all at francescaamber.com. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, rate and review. It takes mere seconds, but it really fucking helps me out. So if you could do that, I'll love you forever. And I'll see you bitches next time. The law of attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too, bitch. Bye. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself 
only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book. Maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands, or maybe you're a crafter and you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below.